You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here with Erin Dennis, who is the nicest person in Charlotte. So if you haven't met her, you probably need to. I have thoroughly enjoyed getting to know her, her husband, her whole family over the years, and very proud of what she's been able to accomplish, not only with her her last hotel, but then leading one of the best hotels in Charlotte, which we are going to talk to you about. And that is the new Hyatt-centric in South Park. I can personally tell you I've stayed at this hotel, and I never thought I would stay at a hotel in a city that I live in. But I did this uh, for my wife on our anniversary, and we had a staycation there and it was the greatest thing ever we went up and had drinks then we went to steak 48 and then we went back and had drinks on their rooftop and then stayed at one of their amazing um, hotels or one of the amazing rooms and it was awesome everything that i thought it was going to be it was so you don't even have to go out of the town to get a great night we thought we were in a different city and we were literally three miles from our home so that was so much fun so I, i strongly recommend that especially if you have young kids just take a night go enjoy it so let's tell you a little bit about the Hyatt-centric in uh, South Park. Now, whether people are coming to visit family, seeing a ball game, taking in a show, a convention, you know, tourism means big money. And in North Carolina, total domestic and international visitor spending reached over $33 billion in 2022. That is a lot of money. Um, that is also up 15% from 2021, according to the CRVA. Now, the Charlotte Regional Business Alliance says that this year alone, the leisure and hospitality industry has added over 15,000 jobs since the start of the year. That's amazing. I'm so glad to hear that number. I know a couple of years ago, me and you were both on our hands and knees praying that this would come back. Um, but when people really come to our town, they got to stay somewhere. Our next guest, Aaron, she is the one who makes it all happen. Again, I've told you how beautiful the Hyatt centric is. You have to go check it out. Let's learn more about it now on this episode of the award-winning brand builders podcast. Welcome, Aaron. We can't wait to talk about it. Well, thank you. I um, am excited to be here and to share all things about the Hyatt centric and about our amazing team. Love that. Thank you for being here. I, and before we jump into all of that, I'm just really curious. You've, you've had a a pretty long history in the hospitality business. And so I'm, I'm curious how you got in the hospitality world in the first place. And tell us a little bit about your story there. Okay. So uh, when I was younger, my dad traveled a lot for work. And I was I grew up as an only child. Um, I do have an older brother and sister, um, but they didn't live with us. Um, and so um, we traveled a lot. My dad did for work, and he always took my mom and I with him when he could. And so it just really sparked this really interest to me into hotels. And so I was like, you know, I think I would like to do that. So my very first job was a lifeguard uh, at a Marriott Hotel. I grew up in the Chicago suburb area, so it was the Marriott O'Hare and um, was a um, lifeguard there and then eventually moved into working as a lifeguard in another hotel uh, and then moved into the front desk and continued to grow in my career. Uh, I was on the operations side, uh, front of the house, back of the house for a long time and then um, eventually got my opportunity to move into catering sales from um, the original Hyatt. We used to have a Hyatt in South Park, a full service that closed many years ago and then started up at another hotel and uh, someone, um, I'll, I'll 
give a plug to him, um, Bill McMillan. He's the director of sales and marketing for Visit Charlotte. Um, he gave me my very first opportunity in catering sales uh, in the industry, and then I just kept going. Wow. I love that side of our industry. Absolutely love it. So you have literally been in <coughs> hospitality your entire career. I sure have. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's you have great. to love it. <laughs> you, you, you really do. You you do. And well, if you ever leave for a little while, you always get pulled back. <laughs> it's similar know, to our industry, right? I mean, I'm just shocked that hotels had lifeguards. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? I mean, true. that's wild. Well, yeah. you But know, I guess I like resorts have that. lifeguards. Yeah. Or maybe. Yeah. I guess some of them do. I don't know many that have them anymore. Right. Um, I feel like... Uh, a lot of hotels back then were very staff heavy. Yeah. Um, but you think about that, then the customer service was really good too. Right. And now it's, you know, your teams have to work a little bit harder because you're covering for, you know, more than just one person yeah. or one position. Well, and that's an interesting thing that you bring up. And and I want to tell you about kind of like my experience, but with it, the Hyatt Centric, I felt like I was at this just resort. You know what I mean? You felt very welcomed. They were always there. It, you know, it, how many times have you been to a hotel and you push zero and then nobody picks up and you're just like, is somebody, <laughs> I need a towel, you know, like something. Um, but I, that is the complete opposite experience you get when you walk into the Hyatt, right? Yep. And and that's intentional and that takes leadership and that takes a great staff, which you have. I love working with the people on your staff. They're just so friendly and it's incredible. So tell us a little bit about, you know, we want to talk about the Hyatt, but I kind of want to talk about how has hospitality changed, right, over the years. Mm -hmm. But let's dive in first into what the Hyatt is. Tell mm -hmm. us about that space, where sure. it is, and, and and why it's amazing. Okay. So we, uh, we opened our doors in June of 2021, and uh, we are the only full-service Hyatt in North Carolina. Um, and we it was really, you can tell, it was needed because we are, there's a lot of people that – love the Hyatt brand, and they like to stay at Hyatt's wherever they travel. And so we've had quite a few of um, members of World of Hyatt who are so excited that we have a full-service Hyatt in, um, in the Charlotte area. So that's been helpful to bring us some of that business. We, uh, we started out, um, and when I say full-service, what that means is we have banquet event space, we have a full catering team and banquet team, we have restaurants, bars, so that's really what full-service means is that uh, room service, valet, uh, um, so all the things that people, they don't really have to leave our doors, um, kind of like you said, Brian, like a resort, you just, you never have to leave, we can take care of things. But on the other side, Hyatt-centric, that brand, um, is all about the community and the area where it is. So we are located within Apex, which is a new neighborhood that was developed. It used to be just church, um, the South Park Church, um, and they sold the land, rebuilt their church in the center, and then built all of these, uh, the hotel, Steak 48, um, other retail folks. We have other restaurants moving in soon. But Hyatt-centric is all about sending, having people come and stay and be, you know, welcomed and feel like it's home. But then we want to send people out to enjoy the community. We want folks to go out and experience what we have to offer in our wonderful city, whether that's in the South Park area, like going over to the mall or heading to Legion Brewery or something like that close by. 
or literally going uptown and going to NASCAR or going to, you know, one of the, the ball games or another sports event in Charlotte and experience our great city. So um, a lot of, we do have a lot of local items that we have inside um, within our menus and things like that. We bring in local music on Wednesday nights. We host Wine Down Wednesday and we always ho- um, have $5 wine, um, but also we also bring in... I have to remember that. <clears throat> yeah, you do. Wow. Um, <clears throat> $5 We need wine. to set that up Let's as like a go. little outing for your office, right? Yes, we do. And, um, and then... Um, and then we bring in local artists because we really want to feature local. Uh, and um, so Hyatt is, it's a great brand. It's, it's a lot smaller than the um, other two major um, hotel companies. But I think there's, um, there's something very special about that because then uh, we can, um, you know, we can connect better with some of our regular guests and things like that. What do you hear people, you alluded to some of it, but what do you hear people say about Charlotte? when they come and, and maybe folks that haven't been here before, um, yeah. are, are there like main topics that they say, do they say like people are friendly or our city's very clean? You know, what, what do they like about Charlotte? I would say those are the top two. I yeah. think they like that, that Southern hospitality too, but I, but we're a little more, um, we're not a Charleston, we're not a Savannah, you know, we're still a city, but we still have some of that taste of and feel of a southern city and that warm hospitality. And I, people really like, I think a lot of times people come to Charlotte and they're like, wow, I didn't even realize what you all had here. Right. And then they'll come back. Uh, we just recently had someone come for a wedding. They stayed with us and they were like, we need to come back here. Yeah. And they're checking in this weekend. Nice, Love you that. know, it's really neat. So um, that brings us back to brings them back to us, but also brings them back into Charlotte and helps with the community and things like oh, that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Well, it is such a really cool development over there. You have, you know, Palestra Spa beside mm. you, and yeah, in sure town is like a new golf yep. club concept with digital yep. screens and all. And mm-hmm. um, and as you mentioned, the restaurants. And I'm not sure what else is coming. I know you're probably dialed in on that, but. It is just, a re- you don't have to leave that complex at all exactly. or your hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's yeah. just neat. Yeah. yeah it is. I mean, we spent, we got there at like <clears throat> three o'clock, I think, checked in. I'm, I don't know if check-in's like four, I apologize, but I think we got there at like three <laughs> o'clock. I'm sure Aaron yeah. took care yeah, of Yeah, she you. took care she's, of me. But we, we didn't, we literally parked our car yeah. and didn't go back to our car until we left the next day. And it was amazing. Yeah. I literally felt like we were on a little mini vacation. And that was before the spa was there. Now we got Palestra right. Spa. Now you got the man. I'm really gonna spike forty eight in now, there. Yeah. Man. Now I'm really gonna spend some cheddar. I'm, it's oh. like I got a budget for this in town vacation. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But that is pretty incredible because you guys. I, I feel like just the building and having Hyatt centric there has now attracted more businesses, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, you look at Laura and when Palestra and what they've been able to do. That's a great partnership. You now have people that are sitting right there that would love to be able to go to a spa. Yep. And although they're two separate brands, you guys have mm-hmm. done an amazing job merging that. Yep. Tell us about kind of that community in that little area. Cause it seems to me, you know, when I went to a meeting with Palestra, she's now walking, she's like, you need to come with me real quick. We're walking across the street. And I'm like, what are we doing? Introduce me to another business owner. Mm-hmm. I mean, I felt like I was on like a business development call. I'm going door to door. And Laura's <laughs> yeah. like, you got to meet the Dunstan group. And it was incredible. But immediately walked in, 
It's like everybody's friends. It's like you guys all mm-hmm. kind of have each other's back. Tell us how that's continued to grow and how exciting yeah. that is to be a part of it. Okay, I'm going to guess that that was Encore Bank. Uh, it was. <laughs> it, it, that and then there was um, um, uh, Cryo. I Cryo. Yeah, I Cryo mm-hmm. was the other one. Yep, yep, yep. And, yep. and um, Hustle House yep. is over there. So, so we just oh, met with Hustle House. We, we with, literally just yep. met with Hustle House this yep. week. And we are. We are a really neat, close, close community. And... Um, our friends over at Encore Bank a lot of times and the church. Yep. They we put together like a quarterly get together just for everybody in the complex in Apex. And it's uh, really nice because we do cross share business and refer business back and forth. And with Mizu, our rooftop restaurant and bar, um, the next one that we're gonna do, our community get together is gonna be up there. Last time it was over at the church. And um, the church is a church first and an event venue second. So they have three or four larger spaces and some other smaller spaces that you can have meetings in. So uh, we, we refer business back and forth with them all the time. We actually just had a group in this week that had majority of their meetings at the church, all of their rooms, which was like 40 rooms per night for two or three nights. They met at the church and then had a couple of meetings with us at the hotel. But it it gives us an expansion of our space to be able to still keep that business in the South Park area and keep that in the apex. So, uh, but we do, cool. we do have some great relationships. Um, on Encore did their grand opening. We did the catering for the grand opening. Um, we do um, all kinds of great partnerships. Well, you host with us with the Hood Hargett Breakfast Club. <laughs> we sure do. That's always a great yes. time. And we and love your, your being team members of Hood Hargett Breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> we love it. Um, tell us, this is a, I've had a couple of people that have had conversations with this about the old tower that was on mm-hmm. the church when it used to be mm-hmm. only the church there. Yep. They've seemed to kind of plant that behind the. It's still there, right? Like, it, it, could you? They have can a you tell nod us a little to bit it about a little that? bit. Yes. Yeah, so there used to, we used to call it the ski slope church. Yeah. Um, and um, honestly, there's been people that um, who've been at that church for for a long, long time. Who've actually worked there for a long time too, and they said they used to find mattresses and um, like sleds and things like that. People like um, sledding down they would, it. They, they would. <laughs> Skateboard down the go up. Wow. Yeah. So that, all that land was theirs. And um, it, it's, it's a, it was a Methodist church. It still is. Um, but they did change their name to South Park uh, Church because they wanted to be more of a community church mm-hmm. and not be pigeonholed into just that one type of church. And they've done a great job with that. Uh, but they do have, um, I think, my favorite wall in the um, the church itself is where they show the progression of the church until now. And they do have a picture of that, the big slope. Um, but then they used to meet over at Regal over in Phillips Place while their church was being built. Um, and sadly, that's gone, too. You know, mm-hmm. So it just was kind of a neat thing to see that progression. But... Um, yeah, they're amazing. They are just, we love having them as our neighbor. Yeah, that um, that's really interesting. Yeah, and Charlotte, th- to your point earlier about Charleston, we're, we're not Charleston because we tear down our history and redevelop, it seems like, in Charlotte. But um, how do you see the future of, of hospitality and tourism and all of that in our area? Because I know that you're so involved in a lot of different uh, organizations within your industry. Um what is the future uh, for Charlotte in that regard? Are we real optimistic? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we just keep growing and growing. 
it's been an interesting few years, obviously, with the pandemic. Uh, we've had to make some adjustments. Sure. Even now, we still do. Uh, we're still seeing, I know it sounds crazy because we're sitting in 23, but we're, we're still seeing the effects of that, whereas people are not planning as far out. So we will get calls for people who want to book like 30 rooms and a meeting for 50 people for four days from now. Oh, wow. So it's a a very short turnaround. And um, I just went to a national, um, it's called NACE. It's the National Association of Catering and Events. I just went to their um, education conference in Dallas. And that is not just a Charlotte thing. That is a nationwide. We're hearing that. We're also hearing that 2022 was an amazing year. It was like the comeback year. Mm -hmm. But a lot of that was because things got pushed from 2020 and 2021 into 22. Pinned up demand. Now in 23, everybody's seeing a little bit of a slump. But going forward... 24, 25, even if you look at the what's going on with Visit Charlotte and what's being booked for the city of Charlotte, it's booming. Mm-hmm. It's just this is just a weird, weird year. And we're um, but we're learning that we have to work a little bit harder to find that business. But for us, it's we know what that means. And we, we've been doing that because we're new. Right. Sure. For some of the other hotels and other places, they're like, oh, whoa, whoa, what's going on? This is not just coming to me now. So they, you have to be out there looking for it and finding it. Um, but it's um, definitely a much shorter booking window. So we're looking forward to when people plan ahead a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Are there still not enough hotels in Charlotte? I mean... Oh, that's uh, hard you, to ask a hotelier that I question. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but just in general, like, look, you know, there's been talks for years about us being a city that can host a Super Bowl and sure. and yep. big events like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and this is just my ignorance and not really being in, in your world, but, you know, they what you always hear is we don't have enough space to house the folks when they come to town. Right. Are we there as a city or, um, or do we... I don't yeah. think we're quite there. I think what's what's happened is there's been a lot of smaller hotels that have opened up. When I say smaller, I'm talking like under 200 rooms. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do think that – and what I do love is recently in the last few years, and it actually worked out because it was during the pandemic. It was planned, but the convention center added some more space. And I don't know if you've noticed that walkover – um, between one side of the street and the other oh, yeah. um, over there, but they added more breakout space because our convention center has some great larger spaces, but they needed more more smaller spaces so we could do multiple meetings at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really helped us a lot to be able to get more of that association business and things like that. I think... There always has been talk about that we need a much, I mean, in a large convention hotel. Because uptown, you've got the Westin, which is uh, right is connected right there. We've got the um, Hilton uptown, which is also really close proximity. But you don't have, like, we need another hotel with, like, 800 to 1,000 rooms in order to be able to accommodate something like the Super Bowl. 
But um, but we still were able to host Beyonce, and you know that worked. <laughs> Huge, absolutely. <laughs> it and was. You, and being in South Park, is that still a centralized location to capture that business? Oh, for you absolutely. Guys? Yeah. Oh yes, we had all the ladies all dressed up. <laughs> I on, saw a lot of folks. on that spiral staircase, getting their <laughs> oh, picture taken. And um, oh yeah, it was fun was to a party. see the outfits <laughs> and all of that. But we do see in South Park uh, also. A lot of folks, when they come to town, um, you know, for soccer or football, uh, we see some of that compression coming into South Park. But I think some of it's not just compression. It's that people choose that they'd rather be in South Park. And kind of like what Brian said, you park your car, you can walk over, go get dinner upstairs in Mizu, then you can grab your Uber and take it to the light rail and take that right uptown to go to the concerts or to a game or something like that. But people choose South Park a lot of times over uptown because, again, we also have free parking and parking uptown is expensive. And driving around uptown, you know, during those types of events can be um, a little frustrating. Yeah. So that kind of leads me into my next question. You know, what separates your hotel from others and why should a company, especially if you have business, um, you know, uh, if you have businesses that you're working with, you have employees, like why should they put those employees or those specific clients in your hotel? So I'm going to go back to my staff and the team that I work with um, because our team, whether that's our front desk team or people, the people, folks that answer the phone, our sales team and our events team who help them plan their meetings and their events, our housekeeping team, we are, we are blowing it out of the water with our numbers in Hyatt for cleanliness, um, working order, and customer service. Uh, We are um, within the top four of all Hyatt-centrics across the world in those categories. That's amazing. And you can't – that's not me doing that. That's the entire team coming together to make that happen. So I – and I see the reviews that people write, whether they're a guest that stays overnight or we do have reviews that come from the meeting planners who plan events or weddings – and they're always, you know, the front desk was so amazing. They were so helpful. They said hello to me. They greeted me. When every time I got off the elevator, they they um, meetings in your you know your space is wonderful. The the team, um, I, I the gentleman just before me, he said, you know, he mentioned Adrian. I mean, she just is so welcoming and warm and takes such great care of people. Um, we just have an amazing team, and it's. It, we all work together to make sure that everyone's um, experience with us is top notch. Um, we just want people to feel like they're welcome and they're at home. I mean, you guys you maintained do. your four diamond status. Tell me what that means. Yeah. And I know this is something that's very difficult to get once, mm-hmm. nearly impossible to repeat year after year. And y'all have done that. It Explain is. to me what that award is and what that means to you. Yeah, so we, um, that's through AAA, so we had to, um, they come in, they do inspections, we have to offer certain things, um, but I think the key is they come in, we don't know when they're coming, uh, and they just come in and they check in, and they stay in a room, and then they come and they just inspect every single area. Wow, no pressure. um, Right, no pressure at all. (laughs) Uh, So you don't even know who they are? No. So some. So like oh, man. undercover no. and uh, I mean that's 
Crazy. That's really impressive. Well, that happens too with with the Hyatt. Right. When we get inspections too. We right. just had ours, um, and uh, we we they we got um, earned a ninety seven out of a hundred. Congratulations! So that's it's really amazing. amazing. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, we don't know who they are. They come under an alias and all that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. it's. Um, yeah, we are the only um, Fort Diamond Hotel in South Park. Wow, uh, we're very Dang. proud of that, uh, and a lot of that it all has to. It, a lot of it has to do with service and what we provide, and so we uh, and that you know again that goes back to our team. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell I'll tell you my example, and this is silly because I shouldn't turn on the TV when I'm with my wife, but whatever. <laughs> Um, there was a sports. There was a sports game on. Of course, on. there was. A we sports just game got on, there. Brian. I got to make sure the TV works, y'all. Was it the okay. Chiefs? Uh, maybe Thanks for checking that for us. But the remote didn't work, right? Oh. So then I had a new remote in about forty-five seconds. Mm. Then that remote didn't work. What? Then the, yeah. So I, I was I, it you? No, I'm just. Uh, you're like, hey, sometimes uh, you, you gotta you look have, in the mirror, right? You have to put batteries in that <laughs> idiot. No, it wasn't me. That what had happened was there were different TVs, so there were different remotes, right? And it wasn't programmed to the right TV. Oh, so I call gotcha. back down again. And at this point, I'm like, let's see how good they really are. It was oh like 45 God. seconds again. Boom, they're up there. This is like they brought like the whole house. I mean, they had guys with screwdrivers. They, they were like ready to like rip out the TV and put a whole new damn TV in there. <laughs> That's awesome. And they sat there and we were like, we're just going to go up and get drinks. They're like, this will be done when you get back. Went back and I'm like, the ultimate test. Push the button, TV comes on. There you go. And that explains it. It's a great story. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it was immediate. And then it was literally like, this is going, and I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, it was amazing how quickly that happened. Love it. That's my story. Kudos to Erin, too, because she's helped several members on our team with hotels, even in different towns. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you've offered friends and family and different things for us. And and we're very appreciative of that. Absolutely. Um, But that that, that also just confirms and speaks volumes of of you and and the team surrounding you there. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And let's face it, man, people like service and to be taken care of and to feel appreciated. (laughs) And you guys are nailing that. Yeah. In a not so easy (laughs) environment to nail that. Yeah. I would think. think It's a hard business. It is. It's a hard business. I think that a lot of, like I said, sometimes we're a little leaner than most hotels are, um, but I think we're utilizing um, people's strengths in areas where, um, where they should be. Um, there's a lot of times when I find myself into this coaching mentoring position, um, whether that's with, you know, even with our new banquet chef or things like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a culinary person, but I've been around catering for a long time. Um, I think that, um, and you may or may not know this, I taught hospitality education for 18 years at Central Piedmont Community College. Wow. Did not know so that. that whole, you know, education, training, um, mentoring, I hosted so many interns, uh, and it's been, um, and so I love that my company and the hotel allows me to kind of dive into that as well and kind of be that coach, whether, you know, we don't have this thing where you stay in your lane, you know, you, 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 you do need to, you know, if you can step in and help someone and, and coach them and mentor them, then by all means, you know, do it, you know, it's great. Love that. So before we we uh, we get out of here, we know that the hotel's amazing. We know your staff's amazing, but I want to talk to you about something personal um, and your ability to always have a positive mindset um, 
and you can you can talk about it as much as you want. I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'm, that's what I do. But so I got to put you on the spot. <laughs> but I'm gonna do it anyway. You have, you have an amazing family. You have an amazing husband. I've gotten the pleasure to meet Art multiple times, and he had a really you know crazy health scare recently, right? And yep. it was something that I think caught all of us off guard. Like, how can that happen? He's healthy. He's I just saw him a week ago. It was amazing, but it was something that really challenged not only him but you and your entire family. And and I'm lucky to say that he's. He's back at it and he's and he's and he's there, but you never got down, got depressed, and maybe you did in, in your own personal life, but what you did in that moment, I just saw strength, right? Mm-hmm. And and resilience. And no matter what, we're gonna get through this as a family. You were there for him, you were there for your daughters. And like as a father, that's amazing to think like something like that can happen. And I get my strength from looking at people who go through terrible things. Mm-hmm. And it's like how you react to that. Mm-hmm. So I want you to tell me about as much as you want about that experience, but how that has not only strengthened you all, Mm -hmm. um, I feel when I see art now, it's, I mean, I guess it's easy to have an appreciation for life if you almost lose yours, right? Right. I've never been in that scenario, but I feel like you're the glue behind that. You're the rock. And you were always like, we're getting through this. It's going to happen. And that same mindset, you still had a job. You still had to run a hotel. You're still winning during awards. COVID. During all of that. So <laughs> tell us, how, how do you juggle it? And and what's the advice Super around woman. that? Is it attitude? Is it mindset? Um, how, have, how has your family gotten you know through those times? And, and how have you continued to not only work and be that leader in the office, but also be that leader in your family. Yeah, that was um, very scary, very scary. Um, And to see your whole family, you know, literally fall apart in front of you. Um, And you think, how in the world? You know, I even I still think about it, which I shouldn't. But I do. I think, what would my life be like if he didn't survive? Mm -hmm. You know, like, what would it be like? And I don't, and then I'm like, why do I even want to think about that? But, you know, you do, because I think some of that leads to helping you to appreciate what you do have, Mm -hmm. right? Because this is what we could have, this is what could have happened. It was a very scary day. It was a very scary even after, um, afterwards, um, just because Art has his own business and he's in construction and renovation and he's hands-on. So, you know, what, how are we going to run this business if he can't do the hands-on work either? Because he was literally after his surgery down and out, you know, he was not able to do anything. He couldn't lift anything more than like five pounds. And, um, but um, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like some of it is, it definitely is attitude and mindset. Um, it, it, you just have to kind of like go, okay, I'm going to, we're going to hit this you know, straightforward, and we're going to make sure that everybody's taken care of. And and again, I think you said that, you, you know, you didn't see me ever get, because I'm the type of person that I will take care of everybody else first before me. But trust me, there were days when I, after that day and that night, I was, um, luckily, I had a dear friend that came by that evening, and he sat with me, and, you know, and we just... You know, I it was hard, but then once he left, I was on the phone because I didn't want to be alone, and it was just it was weird. But I do think a lot of it is attitude and mindset. Um, for me, it was just I got to take care of everybody, so it helped me with that focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, we've 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 uh, it's going to sound really funny because Art hates to spend money, but we've I've been able to convince him to take more trips and do more things. 
with that, the family. That, that's a Love huge it. win. Absolutely. Well, it is. But you think about like life differently, right? Yeah. Like what the heck are we saving all this money for? I mean, I know we need to save money for retirement, but uh, but let's let's plan some trips with the kids mm-hmm. and the boyfriends and let's do that. And so we've done that the last three years. Um, and it was, um, yeah, it was, it was in 2020, October, November, 2020, um, when Art had his, he had an aortic dissection. So there's only a, um, 25%, um, of the people who have that live. So the, the odds were, were against us, but, but we, he went through, he was very, luckily he was very healthy. Like Mm -hmm. you said, you know, you look at him, his doctor even saw him the week before. It was like, I don't even know how this happened. So I guess, you know, that's the other thing is try to live as healthy of a lifestyle as you can mm-hmm. because you never know what's yeah. happening inside that could, you know, your body that could change that. But I, I will say that um, the company that I work for, I had just started my job two weeks prior. Yeah. And luckily the hotel hadn't opened yet because this was in October of 2020. And they just you know, supported me through, I was supposed to be, that day was a Hood Hargett day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and uh, Hood Hargett breakfast was that morning. And um, they just were like, do whatever you need to do. You know, we're here for you. We'll be here That's when awesome. you're done. Um, and then, you know, the, the, my kids, uh, my girls were just amazing. Their boyfriends Here's the thing, you 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 know, you think, and my, my girls are now 24, 21, and you think, oh, they're really young and all that kind of stuff. But I will say, when you go through things like this and you see how other people support each other through those things, that's a real picture of who they really are. Oh, yeah. And that's really one of the things that has really made me um, appreciate and love their two boyfriends because they were so kind to them and also to me. Um, and we have an amazing friend group. We really yep. do. We have some very longtime friends that we've had. And then we have, I have a really close knit group of folks where my girls danced for 20 some years. And then also my hospitality friends. Uh, and they were there for us. And whether that was just sitting with me, you know, because we couldn't sit at the hospital. So we had a little tailgate party in a parking lot a a couple blocks from (laughs) and everybody brought things you know liquor and (laughs) snacks and lunch and necessities that is is awesome music so it just you know to me it's the community and it's um i think you know just looking back at that and then even going right now the friend the people you surround yourself with and your family, um, you, you, that's the most important thing. Yeah. It really is. I mean, I love my job. I love what I do. Um, I always feel like I should be doing more and could be doing more. But at the end of the day, what's most important to me and um, is my family and my friends. 100%. I love it. You, um, you mentioned um, doing experiences and you never know and, and living. It's funny. My son yesterday came up to me and was like, what did you get for your birthday when you turned six? And I said, I have no idea. He's like, how do you not remember? I go, I don't remember any materialistic things that my parents gave me Mm -hmm. growing up. I don't remember what my first bike was or 
what I got when I was 16. I don't really, I don't remember any of that. But mm-hmm. what I don't forget is all of the experiences and the trips. Mm-hmm. And I got to use that as a learning experience last night to tell my son, like, and he's like, well, what did you go? And we just, I just started going through, oh, when I was six years old, we went to Big Bend National Park in, a, in an RV. And he's like, you got to go in an RV. And it got him really, really excited. And he was less thinking about materialistic things and, and starting to think about the experiences that we've already gotten, but what we're going to be able to do in the future. Sure. Um, so it was really cool. So I love that mm-hmm. you had said that. So mm-hmm. um, as we kind of close this up, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you, book rooms, um, obviously companies that want to have events there. The space is amazing. I mean, whether you're a small business and you just need a really cool place to meet for an afternoon meeting or you're doing a whole full-fledged event, you guys have all the options. What's the best way for people to do that? Um, I would say the best thing to do is to go to our website, um, it's Hyatt Centric South Park, Charlotte. Um, and um, you can also look us up on Google. Um, and um, just or show up at a, you know, give us give me a call. I mean, I'm available. I'm happy to talk through what is it that you need. Um, and honestly, if we can't do it, I'm always sharing other places because, um, you know, we want to share that in the community right and it goes both ways um so um yeah just go to the website our phone number's on there um you can always email me erin.dennis at hyatt.com uh easy and um be happy to chat with anybody but this has been fun thank you yes you rock yeah such a great brand and and such a awesome person and i have a podcast i'm going to send you i just listened to it um on a plane ride i had it's called Net Fulfillment Over Net Worth um, okay. with Bill Perkins, basically die with zero. And he's a hedge fund manager and all this and a financial planner. But it's all about uh, banking the memory dividends and, mm-hmm. and enjoying the moments and the phases of life and, and taking that time and making sure you do that. Um, and, and just a whole different perspective than just constantly chasing the dollar and, oh, we'll do that later kind of thing. Right. You know, so I'm going to send that to you okay. because I think right. it's pertinent to what okay. you just said about uh, life and, okay. and uh, what's really important. So, Well, I'm going to do a plug, yeah. too. My favorite yeah. book that I read recent, recently is called Unreasonable Hospitality. It's uh, Will Godera. Uh, it is phenomenal. It's And it works not only in just hospitality, but it can work in anybody's business. But it's all about doing those extra special little things that um, that make the experience, enhance the experience and make it more special. So I recommend reading that, especially for hospitality people. But I love it. Fun. This was great. Yeah. yeah. I'll also mention the rooms are incredible. Like there's a room. <laughs> we stayed in a room that has a shower and I don't even know how to explain this, but oh. it's literally in the middle of the room. Yes, it is. And it has three glass walls. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, but a, it's, all, it's it, a neat little room. It yeah. is. They're, and they're, they're all mm-hmm. super nice. We I had mean, 12 different room types in yeah. that hotel of 175 rooms. So it's always people stay with us. And even if you book a king, sometimes it's like, oh, this is so different than the other one I stayed in. They all, I mean, and if you think of a hotel room in your mind, this is nothing like that, like at all. Like hotel room, this is badass. That's all. (laughs) We suggest that you go experience it yourself. Yeah, 100%. Um, So this has been awesome. Well, thank you. Aaron, so much. Thank you, Jen Snyder, for getting us in Hood Hargett. If yes. we didn't do that, we never would have met you. And it's always a pleasure to see you at all of our events. You always have a smile on your face. You, somehow you always want to come see me, which is great. Um, but it's been a pleasure to get to know you and Art and your family and, and the team you have over at the Hyatt. You're not making this up. 
Like they're just great people, right? And they're just, 100%. I don't know, they just make you feel good. And I love people that make me feel good. Yep. Yeah. And maybe that's Who selfish, knows? but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I want to feel good. You made me feel good. I'm going to love you forever. Both ways. Right. So this has been incredible. Like we always say, please like, share, comment, uh, go check out the Hyatt Centric. If you have, you know, clients coming into town, make sure you send them there, especially if you have any events out in the South Park area. Um, phenomenal organization, phenomenal group. So thank you again, Aaron, for joining us. Until next time, you have been listening to this episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.